Hello, party people. Uh, welcome to episode number two of Dual Threat Radio. JG here with my partner, Rigo. Hi there, folks. Wanted to say uh, thanks to all the listeners of episode one. You know, I got some good feedback. Hope to keep growing. Hope to keep entertaining all y'all. Can you believe that we got a huge amount of listeners? Uh, Record-breaking for our uh, Dual Threat Radio. 20 listeners. Can you believe it? Woo! Let's go. That's a, you know, a channel record. Hey, I mean, it's better than zero, right? We might we might not get canceled on season one. <laughs> so let's touch on last week's episode. Uh, what'd you think? Did you enjoy it? Did you think we were boring? Uh, did you get any feedback on it? Uh, you know, most of the feedback that I got from people was pretty good. You know, they said it, they kind of liked the discussion. So I'm just hoping, you know, anybody new that tunes into this episode will kind of get that same vibe, enjoy it, and feel like it's something common to their thoughts. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I know a lot of people that actually don't watch football, you know, showed us some love and they actually liked the episode. So that, that that makes us feel good, you know. And again, the overall, I guess, aspect of this is to connect with you folks. But let's start with right off the bat with our uh, predictions record. We didn't do too bad. Um, you know, my record's 10 and 6. Uh, no one really saw that Lions Detroit tie, but I guess we're gonna count that as an as an L. So that that'll that'll count towards uh, our record. You know, I had uh, just one game more. I guess uh, I went eleven and five. Just like George says, uh, nobody could have guessed that uh, Lions really let that go. Before we move on, like, dude, I gotta say, like, holy shit! Like, listening to the first episode, not that I got irritated, but I was just like, holy shit! Like, the amount of times I say uh and um. Um, so, you know, me personally, I'll try to work on that. I, I don't know if it bothers anyone, but yeah, no big deal. All right. So you ready to get into week one's recap? Let's get it started. All right. So the first uh, NFL game was the uh, Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. The Green Bay Packers won with a score of 10 versus 3. And you know what? Uh, watching the, these highlights, man, it was a defensive struggle. I love, I don't know about you, but I love watching a defensive game. Obviously, it's always fun when both teams score a lot of points. But, man, the defenses was defense was alive and well in this game uh you know what i think a lot of people didn't see it coming but the packers defense is actually pretty good this year and i told you the bears have a good defense they're not gonna be as dominant as last year uh their offense is horrible uh i saw it coming i think the packers are actually gonna be good this year so you know good to see that their defense is good just gotta get their offense a little bit better yeah green bay's defense came up with four sacks against that uh chicago bear o-line so if you're a bears fan that must have not been a pretty sight you know what as much as we don't think mitch trubisky's that good i feel like he had a decent game it was okay he threw for 228 yards he kept forcing the ball to Allen robinson who had 102 uh yards of those 228 and dude, I gotta I gotta be honest with you, that Chicago defense is looking pretty scary. They came up with five sacks of their own, so any team that's gonna be playing the Bears should watch out for that defense. All you gotta do is score twenty points. Mitch Trubisky can't score nothing. <laughs> And, you know, I think my favorite part of the game, though, was uh, when Adrian Amos, the uh, safety for the Green Bay Packers, former uh, Chicago Bear, picked off Trubisky in the end zone. That, that must have been pretty sweet for him to, you know, kind of put the nail in the coffin to his former team. I'm sure. Uh, move on to the next game. Alrighty, moving on. Actually, before we move on to the next game, let's talk about the biggest news that shook the NFL this this weekend, and that is the Oakland Raiders releasing Antonio Brown. Wow, like 
ah man that was just crazy and and what's even more ironic is everyone joking about like oh watch the pat sign him watch the pat sign him and what happened a few hours later your patriots signed antonio brown i mean i don't think it was ironic you know it was kind of it was kind of crazy for the raiders but i think at this point you know Let's be honest, they reached a point where they could do nothing about it. I think AB was basically like a little kid at the store. You know, it's kind of like when the parents, you know, you're at the store, your kid starts, you know, asking for a toy and they're fumbling and stuff. You can't whoop their ass because, you know, it's frowned upon. <laughs> That's exactly what the Raiders did. You know, Brown was just doing whatever he could to get released. And the Raiders had no other option. They had to do it. Uh, the Patriots did want him uh, when he first became available. The Steelers obviously didn't didn't want to give him to the Patriots. But, you know, us Patriots would do how we do, and we get it done. You get it done, but you also take the fun out of uh, the NFL and watching it. Uh, Why? Moving on. <laughs> so, let's get into Sunday's first game. I actually watched some of this game. It was pretty good. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Washington Redskins with a score of 32-27. to And, you know, it was a great game. Um, Carson Wentz was 28 for 39, 313 yards through three touchdowns. Also a highlight of the game was uh, Deshaun Jackson's return to Philadelphia. He had eight catches for 154 yards plus two touchdowns. And, you know, the Eagles came back after being down 20-7. to uh, what, did, what did you think of this game? Um, you know, I, I, I expected it. You know, Dolphins... Dolphins are a good team. We just never know with Wentz. Is he going to stay healthy? Uh, That's Redskins? the big thing. Redskins? I said Wentz. No, you said the Dolphins. I said we never know with Wentz. No, but before that, you said the Dolphins is a good team. But Did I really say the yeah, Dolphins? Yeah, said the Dolphins. <laughs> He meant he meant the Redskins. I'll no, this. I meant the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know we know the Eagles are a good team. Uh, the the big question is going to be, uh, can Wentz stay healthy? That's just that's the biggest question with this team. I'm optimistic. I think he will. But you know what? I kind of countered Case Keenum out. You know the Redskins they they didn't go out without a fight. Case Keenum had some pretty good numbers for you fantasy uh, players out there. Case Keenum was 30 for 44 for 380 yards, three touchdowns. That's a hell of a game. But you still lose. So that's the unfortunate part. Moving on. And this was a really interesting game. Um, another great example of why if, if you have your opponent pinned down, do not take your foot off the gas because you'll end up with results like this. So the Buffalo Bills beat the New York Jets 17-16. to And it's pretty crazy because the Jets were up 16-0 at one point. Uh, what, do, what do you think happened in this game? Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, the Jets, I don't know how you just let that happen you know it's literally what you said they just decided oh we won the game and they went to go take a nap on the fourth quarter <laughs> and they got their ass beat deservedly so and you know the uh new york jets head coach adam gaze obviously was a head coach in miami before but i don't know that that guy's face just the entire time just didn't look like a head coach that wanted to win Moving on to the next game, and you actually predicted this pick correctly, but the Minnesota Vikings beat the Atlanta Falcons with a score of 28-12. to Very disappointing game for the Falcons. Obviously, Julio Jones just got, I believe he's, what, the highest uh, paid receiver in NFL history? Yes, correct? he is. And, you know, a very disappointing show for his offense. But, man, that Vikings defense and I believe just players around Kirk Cousins are what led them to this victory. I saw Kirk Cousins' number and they weren't really noticeable or they didn't stand out to me. What did you think about this game? You know, uh, I think the Falcons, you know, as much as people don't see it, uh, I think they they definitely need to revamp their team. 
I don't think with the team they have, they're really going to do much. Uh, the Vikings are definitely a good team this year. Obviously, Kirk Cousins, you know, we all know he kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but I think the Vikings have enough around him that they're still going to be good. And I didn't see the Falcons doing much against them. True that, true that. Well, possibly the biggest shocker in this one, and uh, I know it's week one, but still, you got to give this kid credit. The next game was the Ravens. Defeating the Dolphins with a score of 59-10. to 10. The Ravens scored 59 points, which is the highest in franchise uh, history, which was pretty impressive. But let's talk about Lamar Jackson's numbers here. Lamar Jackson threw 17 out of 20 passes for 324 yards and 5 touchdowns. I repeat, five touchdowns. That that had to have made a lot of fantasy owners out there happy. What do you th- what did you think about this game? Uh, honestly, it's something that I said before. You know, I've been thinking it since he came into the league. Lamar Jackson is gonna be good. A lot of people thought he's a running back. You saw the post conference where he's like pretty good <laughs> for a running back. Hey, hey, that you know, I thought that was pretty amazing. Honestly, people love to sip on that haterade. <laughs> but you know, I I think Lamar Jackson is the real deal because. You know, he might have thrown for five touchdowns today. Watch him run for uh, 120 yards next game. It's going to be very versatile. It's going to be very different. I honestly, the Ravens are are a tough team. They're going to be a tough team for anybody to guess. I agree. And, and you called it, man. You called it last week. Um, Ingram had 107 yards rushing on the day. I was really impressed by Hollywood Brown, the rookie wideout. He had four catches for 147 yards plus two touchdowns. Let's not let's not forget to mention that Ravens defense with two interceptions and three sacks. Anyone playing the Ravens should watch out this year. And you know, uh, I have my anonymous sources that have been told me within the NFL <laughs> that the Ravens are actually interested in trading for Melvin Gordon. So don't be surprised if that trade does come through. And can you imagine just how much better that team would be with Melvin Gordon? Yeah, imagine that that one-two punch, uh, Ingram and Gordon. Wow, that'd be pretty scary on offense. But no, back to Lamar Jackson. I know it's week one, but anytime there's a team facing a team that's not so good, you have to do what the Ravens did to the Dolphins. And that was just a hell of a showing. Did you see that post? Um multiple Dolphins players after the game were requesting trades uh you know for the team and after that poor week one performance what'd you think about that I don't know why they're requesting trades they're the one that got beat they (laughs) suck ain't no team wants you to suck on their team (laughs) that's true that's true all right let's move on uh here's a game that we both thought was going to be pretty uh pretty amazing but it ended up being really really disappointing and not for the right reasons. So the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 40-26. to Patrick Mahomes was 25 for 33, 378 yards and three touchdowns. Sammy Watkins, he had to step up his game with Tyreek Hill being out on an injury. Sammy Watkins had nine catches for 198 yards and three touchdowns. What a, what a showing by the Kansas City Chiefs. What did you think about this game? You know, the Chiefs. They start off strong. That's what they literally always do. They're always ready to go first game of the season. Patrick Mahomes picking up right where he left off. Uh, And, you know, unfortunately for the Jaguars, Nick Foles, uh, with that injury, it says that he's going to be out uh, about two months. So, you know, I had the Jaguars in the wild card. I kind of just crossed them off my list at this point already. But, you know, 
the Chiefs. We kind of expected what that was going to happen. It's just we'll see how they play against the the top teams this year. Yeah, and unfortunately, both teams had uh, really bad injuries to players. Obviously, Nick Foles with the collarbone injury. He'll be on IR temporarily. Also, Tyreek Hill with the shoulder injury. Uh, I believe he's scheduled to return week nine. But what about the trade that the Jacksonville Jaguars did? They acquired Josh Dobbs from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that was a pretty good pickup. I mean, they're 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 desperate right now, you know, and they're trying their best to move on with the season. So I hope it works out for them. Let's get to the next game. Uh, I don't think you or I saw this coming, man. I really don't. The Tennessee Titans defeated the Cleveland Browns with a score of forty-three to thirteen. Marcus Mariota having possibly one of his best games. He went fourteen for twenty-four. 248 yards, three touchdowns. Um, rookie wide receiver John Brown, I believe is his name, had three catches for 100 yards. Uh, former 49er Delaney Walker, five catches for 55 yards, two touchdowns. And not let's not let's not forget that Tennessee defense with three interceptions against Baker Mayfield on the day. What did you think about this game? Man, I was sipping on that hype juice. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. You know, I I, I I admit I sip on that on that hype juice. I had them, you know, being um a top team, which I think they still be able to. If I was the Browns GM, I'd be getting on the phone with, you know, multiple teams trying to find a low line. Because they have a horrible O line and it don't matter if you got OBJ, Jarvis Landry, whoever you got out there, if that O line does not is not able to give him a clean pocket. I don't I don't see the season going very good, but you know, I'm still sipping on that hype juice. I still think the Browns can turn it around. Uh hopefully they can start they can get a win this this next week. Uh but you know, yeah, I did not expect that at all. Uh that was probably the most uh surprising upset of week 1. Yeah, my my partner touched on a very important uh, thing when it comes to football here. A lot a lot of these casual fans, you know, like people that don't uh, and, you know, I'm not trying to offend anyone, but people that don't know the game, they, they don't mention the linemen as much, you know. And you, you need a strong offensive line in order for these quarterbacks to throw touchdowns to, to the wideouts and stuff. So definitely Cleveland. I, th- I think Cleveland, obviously, they're talented. You know, they're a young team. And anytime you, you have talent on that team, uh, you're, you're bound to display what the Browns did. And, and that's just like lack of chemistry, you know. You can have the top guys in the league on the same team. But if there's no chemistry there, they're going to play like the Browns did on Sunday. Let's talk about Odell, though. Odell trying to make his way back into the headlines. Uh, obviously, they're making a big deal out of him wearing a $200,000 watch. It's a $350,000 oh, watch. Oh, $350,000. Holy shit. That's more than my house. Oh, wow. What'd you think about that? Odell's Odell. It's OBJ for a reason. You know, he's a superstar for a reason. Rock star, yeah. Shit, he can wear that watch all he wants as long as he catches he catches passes. What One more thing about the Browns. It was apparent that during halftime, uh, Browns fans were booing the Browns as they made their way into the locker room. Come on, Browns fans. It's week one. Like, give your team some credit. What, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, you know, I, I obviously you can't jump a team off of one game. Uh, you know, I think the Browns still can turn it around. I still believe in Baker Mayfield. I'm actually a big Baker Mayfield fan, and I think he's going to be able to get it going with this team. Yeah, as the weeks go on, I, I think the Cleveland Browns will definitely pick it up. And I'm with you, man. I, this team is stacked. I want to root for them. Cleveland has been awful, awful for, for about a decade now, a little bit over. And it, it would just be nice to see that team in the playoffs. 
Moving on to the next game. Quite a, this was a nail biter here. Um, the LA Rams defeated the Carolina Panthers at home with a score of 30 to 27. Did you, did you get a chance to catch this game live or uh, what did you think of this game? I actually had the Panthers winning. Uh, so, you know, I got disappointed a little bit. Cam, I feel played horrible. You know, I, I don't know. The stats don't necessarily reflect, I guess you'd say a horrible, but Cam played horrible. You saw how that guy was dressed after the game. <laughs> Man, you can't be, I don't, I don't know. Seems like he cares more about fashion than he cares about playing football. A classic Cam. Uh, if I was the Panthers, and you know, I know a lot of people are going to go crazy about me saying this. If I was the Panthers, I'd start looking um, to draft a quarterback in all honesty. I don't think Cam is, but you know, a lot of people are still living off of the Cam MVP season. I don't think he's going to give you that anymore. I don't think he's anywhere close. I think he's just in decline at this point, and I think they really need to start considering getting a new quarterback. I think the Panthers are going to be horrible this season. Yeah, that was that was four years ago. It's been a while. Moving on to the next game. The Seattle Seahawks at home defeated the Cincinnati Bengals with a score of 21-20. Another nail-biter here. Uh, what did you think of this game? You know, I really thought the the Seahawks were just going to run away with this one. Just truck the, the Bengals, and right? And the Bengals were in there. Uh, so I feel like I need to see more, bo- a little bit more for both teams. I don't know if, if the Seahawks aren't as good as I thought they'd be, or the Bengals are a little bit better than I thought they would be. I think I just need to see more, but I was very surprised this game stayed so close. I hope the Seahawks get better, start doing better, because I have them making the playoffs. Yeah, this was definitely a lot closer than I expected. Um, way, way to, way to play in Seattle, Cincinnati. That was, that was a huge. The fact that they kept it to a one point game, like wow, it's hard to do that in Seattle. Moving on to the next game, and this, this game was also a bit of a shocker. So the Chargers ended up defeating the Colts with a score of thirty to twenty four in overtime. But let's talk about the Colts a little bit. They were down. I'm not too sure by how many points, but they were down at some point, and they just ended up coming back and taking the game into overtime. What, what did you think of the Colts' comeback and uh, failed attempt at winning the game? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily um, too big that they down. I think in the uh, going into second half, they were down uh, seventeen to six. So you know, it wasn't bad. I actually watched a lot most of this game, and you know, it 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 was the Chargers never really were that much far ahead. Where you know, it was like they're dominating the Colts. I was actually really surprised by how the Colts played them. And, you know, considering Andrew Luck's retirement, Jacoby Brissett coming in, they're, you know, they probably had us change the plays around. And, you know, Jacoby play, played good, and the Colts played good. And I think they're going to be an interesting team to watch. I think, they, you know, they're going to win some games that they can play like that because the Chargers are a good team. And, you know, they were right there with them the whole, basically the whole game. I think, you know, a couple plays turn around and the Colts could have won this one easily. So I think they're definitely going to be an interesting game, a team to watch. Yeah, Jacoby uh, Brissett, he's ready to be a starter in the league. And he, he really impressed a lot of folks this weekend, I believe. Now, moving on to my team, the San Francisco 49ers. Came up with a victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a score of 31-17. to and, and let me just start by saying, I watched the entire game in its entirety and... Dude, this was like the sloppiest fucking football that you could possibly play on opening day. Both teams totaled for 18 penalties together, and it was just, it was a flag contest. It was a flag party this weekend, man, for this game. It was terrible. 
But luckily, luckily, 49ers defense stepped it up in the second half. They had a total of two picks. I'm sorry, three total picks, three sacks. Jameis Winston is just not an NFL starter. I don't know why they, uh, the Buccaneers have decided to, I guess, you know, potentially build their franchise around him. I, I don't see Jameis Winston staying in Tampa Bay. I believe he will end up being a backup in the NFL. But what did you think of this game? Honestly, it's just like you said, it was sloppy as hell. This game was sloppy as hell. Both teams didn't seem ready for the for the season. Uh, you know, it's funny that you talk about Jameis Winston, you know, him not being a, a starting quarterback. Uh, I actually watched, you know, just looking at everything. Uh, Jimmy G is not impressing me. You know, he got that contract. Everybody had him hyped up. Miss, miss you know, pretty much last season. This this game starting again preseason, he was bad. This game, he was not good at all. I'm starting to think he might be out, uh, you know. And all honesty, his guaranteed contract, you know, whatever he has, it's up this year. Next, uh, 49ers want to get rid of him. They can just release him and they can go draft themselves another quarterback. If Jimmy Garoppolo keeps playing like this, I don't know how he's going to fare against, you know, better teams. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy G. Um, obviously, coming from New England, there, there's that, that stigma. There's that, there's that lingering, you know, knowledge that he acquired from Brady and Belichick. So, it, it's really he nice. He's got no knowledge. <laughs> okay. I mean, he does have a seven and two record as a 49er, so that's not too bad. But no, I'm uh, glad, seven I'm, and two record. How much? How am I get? How long has he been there already? No, you're right. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm not praise. I'm not necessarily praising his play, but you know, I, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. You, he be messing too. He be messing too much around with these women. <laughs> women make the the knee, the knees weak. Those California women, huh? <laughs> California girls, they're undeniable. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm glad you touched on Jimmy. You're right. As much as I want to be optimistic, he has a lot to prove this year. Um, I don't want to predict his benching, but if he doesn't step his game up, I believe Jimmy G might be benched this year. I really can see that I've happening. Re- I've really heard that the coach likes uh, what's his backup uh, Nick Nick, Mil- Nick Mullins? Mullins. Yes, I, I'm a big fan of him. Underdog story. That'd be great to see. But obviously, you want to go with your investment, and I hope Jimmy G can step it up because he just does not look comfortable back there. But yeah, no. One more thing about this game: um, Buccaneers running back Ronald Jones. He really impressed me. He had 13 carries for 75 yards and and running. I'm, I'm sorry. Watching this young man run the ball, dude, I got a little scared. He made a lot of great first downs for those for that Bucks team. So Bucks fans, I think that's one player you guys should be looking forward to. All right, moving on to the next game. The Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Giants with a score of 35 to 17. Uh, what did you think of this game? What I can say is, you know, Cowboys get excited. Cowboy fans, you should be excited because I've been saying it for a long time. You know, I know a lot of people don't believe this. But Dak is a good quarterback. A lot of people are like, Dak's not good. Dak can't throw the ball. Hell, some people are saying, Cowboys need to draft a new quarterback. Dak is good. You just needed to get some type of receivers out there. Uh, I think we all saw it on that in that game Sunday. If you really saw those throws that Dak made, those weren't, uh, they weren't just, oh, the Giants couldn't defend him. He was under pressure a lot of those. And those were pinpoint passes. Those weren't passes that are like, oh, open throws. Those passes will work against any team. I think the Cowboys are going to be super exciting t- team to watch. Zeke wasn't even in full effect yet. Once Zeke gets going in full effect and then, you know, you got the running game and then you open it up with your receivers. 
I really see the Cowboys making the Super Bowl this year. That That's not a bad prediction that you made there, man. I mean, that O-line is just nasty. It's amazing. There were zero sacks against Dak Prescott this uh, past weekend. But let's talk about Dak's numbers. Uh, Dak had a career high of four career uh, four touchdowns in a game. He was 25, 25 for 32 405 yards and he had he had four touchdowns to four different players and honestly dude that that that's impressive honestly like no bullshit whoever's hating on Dak you need to stop I know it was against the Giants it's week one but bullshit like like I mentioned earlier with the Ravens you know when you play a weaker team you have to do what the Ravens and Cowboys did this weekend and that's put up numbers but uh let's talk about one one play in particular uh you know I'm all about sportsmanship, and and I thought this was a little douchey, but uh, Dak had one of his receivers go in motion, and as the receiver was coming back, you know, to behind Dak, Dak gave him a little high five during the game. I thought that was a little arrogant right there. Did did you catch that play at all? Uh, I actually didn't catch it, but you know what? It's football. It's sports. You know, I hate when people get on their high horse and they're like, oh, this is arrogant. Let's not act like we haven't played sports in our life and haven't been act- haven't acted a fool out there. We all act a fool when we play sports. I know I act a fool. You know, that's just how sports are. <laughs> Let's talk about one last thing about the Cowboys, and this, this happened post-game. But uh, defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, this the young New York Giants fan. The poor kid just wanted his autograph, and he got shut down. <laughs> did you happen to catch that? I actually did not see that. But it can't be going being a Giants fan and ask for a Cowboys autograph. I mean, but he's a kid, man. He, he could be a football Kid fan. needs to pick his team. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next game. Possibly one of the most, I guess, one of my biggest pet peeves in football. Uh, the tie ball game between the Lions and the Cardinals. Uh, it ended with a score of 27 to 27. Uh, what did you think of this game? I thought it was horrible. I thought Lions, Cardinals. How how is a quarterback going to go 29 for 54? They were trashed through three quarters. How are you going to let them tie you? Yeah, the, tie Lions, game up the like Lions were up 17 to 0 at one point. All, in, all, all I know is it was, it was a stupid game. It really was. Uh, well, let's get to Sunday night, uh, Sunday night's game. Uh, I, I think a game that you're going to be real happy to talk about. The New England Patriots defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers with a score of 33 to three. Dude, that New England offense, like every year, just look, it looked piping hot. What's your take? You know, quite simply put, uh, Tom Brady took off his belt, bent, bent Roethlisberger over his knee and <laughs> spanked him. Just like he does every time. Uh, Tom Brady was 24 for 36, 341 yards, three touchdowns. You know, and this is without AB. Once AB gets in there, that game is, it's going to be scary. You know, I'm penciling them in for the Super Bowl. I know. I think they're going to go back to back. That that offense is looking scary. And Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, just retire already, please. Just do it. <laughs> but no, uh, let's talk about the Steelers really quick. No offense. No offense at all. I, I don't think Juju's a number one receiver, and I, I think defenses are are gonna defenses are going to expose that this season. What what do you think? Yeah, I think I think the Steelers, you know, their offense, you know, they just kept talking about, oh, now we got rid of Antonio Brown, Le'Veon's not here. Uh, you know, addition by subtraction, got rid of the noise, we're ready to go. Um you didn't make up for the numbers. You know, as much as a distraction they could be, you know, Brown put up amazing numbers. He was the number one wide receiver. I think what I saw last night, Juju doesn't look comfortable being the number one. Uh, 
I think it's going to be a bad season for the Steelers. And I think, you know, if it's bad, if it's a bad season, I think Mike Tomlin might actually be on the hot seat with his job. I agree. And like you've mentioned in the past, the Roonies don't like getting new head coaches. But enough of this. Enough of this. Like, Mike Tomlin has had more than enough time to win another Super Bowl, and it has not happened. Moving on to the Monday night football game. The New Orleans Saints defeated the Texans in the last-minute game-winning field goal with a score of 30-28. to 28. What did you think of this game? Um, you know, I'm going to be honest. A lot of people are super hyped up on the Saints after this game. But let's see for what it is. The Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, their all line is horrible. Sacked six times. It's just, uh, you know, there's no protection. You know, this guy's been so injured. Um, you know, he's basically like Andrew Luck. This guy's just got injury after injury. He plays through it. You know, this guy, I don't know if he's going to have a long career. Uh, if the Texans don't actually build an O-line around him and they actually don't get it together where they can protect him. I think he's a, he's a great quarterback. Uh, a lot of people are just hyped up on the Saints and saying, oh, they're ready to go. Do you know uh, Breeze attempted one pass over 20 yards? One pass. Wow. Uh, I think we're seeing, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, he did good. I don't think anybody's seen the fact that the Saints might know that Breeze's arm can't withstand, you know, taking long shots to throw out games. I think they're starting to realize, you know what, he his arm strength is not there. I think they saw what happened last year. I think it's, you know, obviously it's one more year added. Uh, you know, yeah, they played a good game. You know, Drew, uh, Breeze had the had the comeback play, but uh, I don't know. I think in a few ends by week seven or eight, I think Breeze' arm is really going to come into question. I think you know he's going to start feeling that that arm weakness. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out. I'm glad we agree. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a hell of a talent, and that O line needs to protect him. But no, I, I do believe Drew Brees will start to wear down as the season uh, goes along. And for the final game of Week One, the Oakland Raiders. So, how, how do you say it? The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> the Oakland Raiders defeated the Denver Broncos with a score of twenty-four to sixteen. Derek Carr had one of his best games of his career. He went for 22 of 26 for 259 yards plus a touchdown. Uh, another standout player was rookie running come back. Come on, come on now. Don't disrespect my boy Derek Carr like that. This is not one of the game's best games of the season. Can y'all for, y'all forgetting about three years ago Derek Carr was down there having an MVP season? <laughs> well, I, I thought it was one of his best games in a while. But another standout player was rookie running back Josh Jacobs, who had 23 carries for 85 yards and two touchdowns. Also, uh, free agent uh, free agent acquisition Tyrell Williams had six catches for 105 yards plus a TD. Uh, you know, I, I I was really happy to see him shine. I, I thought he was overshadowed in, uh, with the Chargers. You know, with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams over there, so it's it's good to see him putting up numbers. Uh, lastly, let's talk about that Oakland defense. Three sacks. They they were just all over the field, uh, creating pressure. And you know what's pretty amazing about this game too. Derek Carr was not touched a single time throughout the game. Denver had zero sacks in this game. You know, the Raiders might not be as bad as everyone thought this year. Uh, I think the Broncos maybe not the greatest measuring test. You know, I don't think the Broncos are going to be really good this year. Uh, I don't know what the Broncos are doing. I don't know what made them think that Joe Flacco was going to give them a winning season. I, I have to agree with you. And after watching Hard Knocks and obviously the whole A-B distraction, you kind of want to root for the Raiders. 
it's their last year in Oakland, I believe, and I, I kind of do want to see them, you know, kind of make a push, a uh, playoff uh, push, but we'll see what happens. So moving on, week two predictions. I'm excited because week one is in the books, and you know, as we move along during the season, it, it'll be really exciting to see our predictions pan out. So let's start off with the first game, Thursday night game. It's going to be Tampa Bay at Carolina. I have the Panthers winning with a score of 24 to 10. Who do you have? Yeah, I got the Panthers too. You know, like I said, I don't think the Panthers are going to be good, but the Bucks suck too. Yeah, the yeah, Bucks. Let's be honest. The Bucks are. So, bad. you know, I'm really just giving it to the Panthers, I think, most basically because they're at home and I think they're a slightly better team, but nothing more than that. I would agree. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Redskins. And you know what? I, I'm I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. I see them winning this game with a score of 27 to 17. Uh, you know, I think Dak's gonna show out in this game too. I think Zeke's probably, you know, I got the Cowboys winning. I think Zeke's, you know, gonna get a couple more reps in. But I think Dak's just gonna show out again. You know, all I gotta say to Jerry Jones is pay him now. Pay the man. Pay he has him. another great game. Has another million on top. Next game, you got the Colts at the Titans. I have the Titans winning this with a score of 28-20. to 20. You know what? This one was a really interesting game for me. I didn't necessarily know which way to go. I, I ended up giving it. I think the Titans are going to take it just based off them being at home. Uh, I think if it was in Indianapolis, I think I would have taken the Colts. But I'm going to give it to the Titans just for the fact of them being at home. Next game, we got the Seahawks at the Steelers. You know what? I'm going with the Seahawks on this one. I think they're going to win with a score of 21-13. to uh, You know, we're going uh, game for game today. I think the Seahawks are going to take this one. Uh, you know, after seeing this game, the Steelers, uh, their defense didn't look great. It does not look like their offense is really running. You know, I heard a lot of people say Roethlisberger, uh, is gonna have an MVP season, you know. He's gonna do all. He's gonna prove all the haters. Can we? Uh, you know, one of the things with me is I'm. I will say I'm very critical of players. To me, Ben is living off of his past. I think people, you know, are like, oh my gosh, he's so amazing, just based on his past. You know, I think just right now as a quarterback, uh. I don't think he's all that great. I don't think he's a quarterback who can really, like, will his team to win. I don't think he's a great leader. Uh, you know, his arm's not as great as it used to be. I really see them having a horrible season. If I was the Steelers, I'd really start thinking about, you know, quarterback for the future. So, yeah, I got the Seahawks winning this one, too. You know what? I, I think this is Ben's last season. I don't see him putting up an MVP year. I, I truly don't. Moving on to the next game. We've got the Buffalo Bills at the New York Giants. Much like your Tennessee pick, for me, this was a hard pick. I didn't know who to go with. But based off the resiliency and, and the effort uh, of the Buffalo Bills last week, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think the Bills are going to win this game 17-13. to uh, You know, I'm actually going to take the Giants on this one. Uh, you know, I, I know everybody hates you know everybody with the Giants and everything. I don't think the Giants are as bad as everybody thinks they are. Uh, I think that the Giants can actually uh, pull this win. Where's where's the support and love for your boy Josh, man? I'll take the Giants. <laughs> All right, next game. We got your team, the New England Patriots at Miami. This is going to be an ugly game. And, and I mean ugly because looking at my prediction, I'm actually going to bump up the score. 
I see the New England Patriots beating the Dolphins with a score of 42-7. to For me, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Why is that? Because I think the Patriots are going to run it up. Run it up? You know, it's, it's honestly, I don't see how in the world Dolphins are going to stop anything that the Patriots want to do. I think the Patriots are going to be able to do whatever they want to the Dolphins. Um... I think it's going to be another Patriots might score 50 points. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun for me to watch. You know, I love it when my team scores a lot of points. <laughs> Damn you, Patriots. Next game, we got the Jaguars at the Texans. Unfortunately, Jags are without their starting quarterback. I see the Houston Texans winning this game with a score of 24 to 10. You know, you know, week one, you know, Nick Foles, IR list. I'm actually very disappointed about this because I'm actually one of the people who legitimately thought the Eagles made the wrong choice in choosing Wentz over Nick Foles. Uh, You know, I believed in the Nick Foles magic. uh, And I said, you know, you're going to be regretted once uh, Wentz gets injured. Well, bowl and behold, Nick Foles got injured. Yeah, week one. And, that, yeah. and you know what? I, I had the Jaguars taking a wild card into the playoffs. I'm crossing them off that list. Uh, definitely, I got the Texans taking this one. Definitely, definitely. Moving on to the next game. My pick, I believe, is going to shock some people. But I ha- we have the Vikings at the Packers. I have the Minnesota Vikings winning this game with a score of 24-17. to 17. Uh, you know what? I don't think that's too much of a shocker. I do have the Packers winning this game. But, you know, uh, the Vikings are going to be a good team this year. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying they're going to be a good team. So I definitely could see a lot of people choosing the Vikings over the Packers. Uh, I just think that the Packers are going to take it. You know, obviously their defense played really good week one. Their offense was bad week one. You know, if people watch that game, their offense was bad. And one of the things, you know, I was thinking is they're not going to be that bad again. And their defense is good. So they're and they're at home. I think they're gonna t- they're gonna beat the Vikings. All right, we'll see. Next game, we got the Chargers at the Lions. I have the Chargers winning this game with a score of twenty eight to seventeen. You know what? I did the same thing. Lions just annoyed me what they did this week. How could <laughs> you know a team play so horrible through three quarters and then beat and then end up tying you the game? I don't know. I think the Lions are just a bad team all around. Um, you know, especially Matt Stafford, whenever he plays against good teams, you know, he chokes. He plays bad. I think the Chargers are easily going to take this game. I think if Andy Reid was a quarterback, it would it would definitely be Matthew Stafford. Next game, we got the 49ers at the Bengals. I've got my Niners winning this game with a score of 27-20. to 20. You know what? I also picked the Niners, but it was really just a toss-up in the air picking the Niners because... After seeing that game, uh, you know, it, it didn't look good to me. And like I said, the Bengals put up a good game in Seattle. So it was really just a toss-up. And I just decided to go with the 49ers. But I really think this game could go either way. All right. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Next, we got the Cardinals at Baltimore. Uh, poor Kyler Murray. I have the Baltimore Ravens winning this game with a score of 35-14. to 14. I think the Ravens are going to blow this one out, too. Uh, honestly, the Cardinals were trashed through three quarters against the Lions. That Baltimore defense is good. 
I think Kyler Murray is going to get his rude awakening to the NFL week two what do you against think? the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Sack City. What do you think? Six sacks? Um, I think he may be around five. Five? Okay. Uh, you know, Paul, I think he's probably going to end up throwing a pick or two. Uh, and I, th- I think the Ravens offense, you know, I don't think the Cardinals are going to have a, an answer to them. You know, I really just think the Ravens are really going to I think they're going to run it up on, on the Cardinals. I think so, too. Next game, we got the Chiefs at the Raiders. I have the Chiefs winning this game with a score of 38-20. to 20. Uh, You know what? I picked the Chiefs also. You know, part of me kind of wanted to pick the Raiders for a little bit. Maybe thought there was going to be an upset. But ah, it's the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs are notoriously good in September. They start off really strong. Uh. You know, I think the Raiders aren't so horrible like everybody expected. I expected them to be. But I think I have the Chiefs winning this one. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on. We have an NFC Championship rematch. We have the New Orleans Saints at the Los Angeles Rams. I'm taking the Rams with a score of 28-21. to 21. I think the Rams are going to take this one too. I think we're, you know, I think Drew Brees is going to be forced more in this game. To actually make big throws. And I think we're going to get a little bit more of a hint. As to where his arm is this year. And how he's going to be. But I definitely have the Rams. Uh, you know winning this game. And I know what the Saints are going to say. They stole the Super Bowl from us. We would have gone to the Super Bowl. We would have won the Super Bowl. Get over it. You know there was plenty of plays not called in the game. The Saints had plenty of fa- uh, penalties they committed that weren't called. Just get over it. And I think the Rams are going to beat them again. I agree. Next game, we got the Chicago Bears at the Denver Broncos. You know what? I'm taking the Bears 17-13. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to win. I honestly think the Broncos are going to do horrible this year. You know, I I didn't have high expectations for them. I've seen week one also. I think the Broncos are going to do horrible. I don't think Joe Flacco is going to be able to do anything against this defense. I think the Broncos might only score about 6 to 10 points. I agree, and I predict Joe Flacco to get benched this season. I do. All right, we got Sunday night's matchup. We got the Eagles at the Falcons. I've got the Eagles winning this game with a score of 28-17. to You know, I also got the, the Eagles. I never thought that the Falcons were going to be good this season. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. You know, I do definitely see the Eagles t- uh, beating the Falcons. All righty. And for week two, the closing game. Of week two, we have the Cleveland Browns at the New York Jets. At the New York Jets, I've got the Browns winning 28 14. You know, I also picked the Browns. The Browns, please don't let me down. I think the Browns, this is a this really is a game that needs to be won because I don't know if you've seen the Browns schedule, but the Browns schedule gets pretty bad, it's pretty tough schedule, you know. So, I think this is definitely a game that they need to win to get their confidence. And get it going and know that they can get and they can wins. You know, I think the Browns have to go all out in this game. So, you know, I definitely have them winning. You know, I believe in my boy Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's Odell's return in New York. I think Odell's going to have a monster game against the Jets. But we'll see on Monday night. All right. For our last segment, I wanted to add this to the show. Kind of like a topic segment. So, what we're going to do here is just... 
ask each other some some really like nice thought provoking questions and we'll go from there. So a little bit of detail on this topic. Um, there was three players this this week one opening uh, season that that were ejected from from the game. Man, uh, Miles Jack was ejected for throwing a punch at a Chiefs wide receiver uh, in, in one of the plays. Um, the Niners uh, outside linebacker Quan Alexander uh, he had a helmet to helmet shot against Winston. I thought that was just a knucklehead play. I know he was playing against his former team, but that was pretty uncalled for. And lastly, offensive tackle for the Browns, Greg Robinson, kicked a safety in the face during a play as well. So my question to you, partner, is, is the NFL going to be getting more strict uh, throughout this season? And are we going to see more ejections like this as the season goes on? Uh, No, I think, you know, week one, I think, though, you know, the refs are really high on getting the calls right and everything. I think definitely, you know, They'll cool it down a bit. You know, the NFL, um, I don't know how I, I would say stricter, but, you know, definitely a lot more stuff you can't get away with that, you know, players used to be able to get away with before. You know, it's definitely become, you know, you can't, you can't hit a certain ways and everything. Uh, so I wouldn't say so much more stricter, just, you know, it's a lot of more safety, more safety rules, you know, that's just about it. I think, though, week one, you know, obviously the refs, you know, Coming into week one, they want to call everything. So, you know, I think we'll definitely see that calm down a bit. For sure, for sure. Next topic I wanted to touch on, should Browns fans be worried? Uh, I would say let's wait for week two. I really want to see what they're going to be able to do. If they lose, and I know that, you know, they're in New York. But if they lose against the Jets, then definitely be worried. Uh, if they can win that game and you can see that, you know, they're coming together more. Then I definitely want to run. I think that you know they're obvi- obviously one of the things a lot of the players knew they they don't haven't played together. You know they obviously need to learn each other's games. Uh, so I want to wait to see that Jets game. I definitely hope they win it. If they win it and you you can see them playing good, you know I definitely think you know it gives hopes. But if they lose that game at New York, then definitely worry. Then you know you definitely need to taste that Kool Aid twice and make sure it needs more sugar. <laughs> I just think the Browns need to develop chemistry. I don't think they should be worried. I think the division is is up for grabs as far as a wild card spot goes. Uh, obviously, now I think with the Ravens display, I think the Ravens might win this division. But I don't think Browns fans should be worried. All right, next topic. Did, did you want to ask this question? Uh, you know, one of the things was to me is, you know, after this week one performance. Do you think Lamar Jackson shut up the haters? You know what? Oh, sorry, you done? Yeah, you know what? I think he did. I know it's week one, and and I've been one that's been critical of Lamar Jackson. And again, like I said, it's week one. It's the Dolphins. But again, anytime you play a weak team, you have to do what this team did to them. I think Lamar Jackson did a hell of a job working on his throwing game this offseason, and he's going to show the NFL and going to prove the haters wrong. You know, I'm kind of tired after week one of just hearing everybody. It was against the Dolphins. 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 This is the NFL. Every team is a professional football team. Um, if you could say that it was against the Dolphins, then you're telling me right now the Dolphins are going to go 0-16 and every team is going to smash on them. No. You know, yeah, they're a bad team and we can't say, oh, they're the hardest test there is. 
but they're still an NFL team. Not every team is going to go in there and put over 50, 50 points. Some teams are going to go, you know, some teams are going to play them and they're going to only put up 20 points. Some teams are going to get beat by the Dolphins. You can't just write off the Dolphins and just say, you know, oh, everything he did doesn't count because it was against the Dolphins. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see more of it against the Cardinals. We're going to see how diverse this offense is going to be. But I definitely think he showed enough to stop the narrative of, is he going to play running back? No, he's the Baltimore Ravens quarterback. And I think they've found their franchise quarterback. And I honestly think that with Lamar Jackson, within about the next uh, seven years, I think the Ravens have a possibility of winning a Super Bowl. It's not a bad prediction. All right, last topic. Football players making this crazy amount of money, you know. Uh, if any any NFL players listen to this, uh, you know, podcast, send some money this way. We are looking for sponsors. <laughs> I'll give you a shout out. Uh, you know, but, you know, there's been a lot of talks. The Cowboys been signing people left and right. You know, sometimes I don't know if the if the cap, salary cap works on them because I've just been seeing them, Jerry Jones throwing out money. But, you know, the question is basically, you know, after this week one performance, do you think Dak Prescott deserves to get paid like a top-tier quarterback? I think he does. Uh, Dak has been balling out, man. He's he's showing that he's improving as a quarterback. Uh, I don't have the numbers, but if you can pay a guy like Kirk Cousins to come into Minnesota, and I know he got a fat amount of money, you could definitely pay Dak. I think Dak has proven that he can throw the ball in this league. Uh, all he sadly, unfortunately, all he's missing is a, is a Super Bowl ring. I think in order for people to actually consider him as a good quarterback. Uh, and you know, just something that you said right there. All he's missing is a Super Bowl ring. You know, how much quarterbacks get that Super Bowl ring? Let's let's be honest. You know, not a lot. Uh, I do definitely think that the Cowboys. You know, same as Ravens, they keep this game together. I see the Cowboys within the next five years getting the Super Bowl. Uh, one of the things is, I, like George said, a lot of these quarterbacks are just getting paid. They're getting paid. You got Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G making $28 million. They had not proved themselves. If anything, Kirk Cousins proved that he wasn't good. Jimmy G is proving that he, he's not that great. They have $28 million. Carson Wentz got $32 million. Okay, everybody talks about Carson Wentz had a near MVP season. He gets injured. You know, one of the get, uh, things about being an NFL player is availability. He gets hurt. You can't rely on him to stay healthy. You don't know what he's like in the playoffs. You don't know if he crumbles under pressure, if he, he chokes. Goff, I think, got like 32 or $33 million. And that's really one of the things that, oh, his team got to the Super Bowl. To me, Goff is an average quarterback. And I think people are making him a lot more than what he actually is. You know, I think Dak deserves to get paid. Dak... With the Cowboys, in his three first years in the NFL, has the second most wins behind Tom Brady and the Patriots. Wow, that's pretty impressive. The second most wins in his first three years. And this year, honestly, after seeing it in the first game, you know, the throws he was making, I think he's going to lead them eventually to a Super Bowl. I think he's going to get paid, and I think it's going to be right around the price point of $33 million and $34 million a year. So, you know, uh, you know, this kind of, you know, it's kind of concluding our, our show for the week. You know, obviously, we, we're just trying to get better as a, as the season goes by. You know, we're a, we're a new show. Um, you know, we got picked up by the by 
by the podcast channel. You know, hope, hope, hopefully we can get an extension for season two, season three. You know, some trying sponsors to, as well. You know, trying to get paid out here. You know, if anyway you want to send us some money, I'll be putting my post in my cash app. No, but you know, we're just having a good time. You know, we're we're really happy that you guys are listening. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, any feedbacks that you guys have, you know, you know, most of us listeners right now, you know, obviously, you know, it's, they know us through social media. But you know, reach out to us. You know, any feedback you guys have, anything, any topics you guys think would be interesting for us to talk about, definitely, you know, definitely do it. Uh, we just want to keep this fun for everybody. Uh, George, you got anything to say? No, yeah, I'm with you, partner. Uh, definitely, we would appreciate feedback. And as the season progresses, uh, we will, I will be making a social media page for this podcast. And you know, maybe you guys can join us on the last on the last segment uh, as far as uh, NFL topics goes. We can, you know, maybe select a few of your guys' questions and answer them uh, based off, you know, our our fan fandom opinion. But. Definitely, uh, thank you for listening. Again, we, we hope to increase our audience, but as well as to, to interact with you folks. And yeah, that's all I have pretty much for, for this ending segment. Any, any last words? Uh, no, you know, I think I think we have it all covered. Uh, you know, we hope that you enjoy this, this uh, episode too. And until next time, folks, all se right. baña. <laughs> well, all right, we'll see you next week for episode three. See you.